Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Welcome to Healthy Children. I'm Melanie Cole. Today, we're talking about the dangers of marijuana edibles to small children as so many states are legalizing marijuana. These things are now much easier to come by, but they could pose a real danger to the little ones. Joining me is Dr. Kevin Osterhout. He's an attending physician in the Division of Emergency Medicine and the medical director of the Poison Control Center at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, or CHOP. He's also on the executive committee of the Council on Injury, Violence, and Poison Prevention for the American Academy of Pediatrics. Dr. Osterhout, thank you so much for being with us. So first, let's tell parents that don't really know what edibles and marijuana edibles really are. Yeah, sure, Melanie. You know, I think most people would have a good knowledge of smoking marijuana, right? We have iconic images from like the Woodstock generation and Janis Joplin smoking marijuana and people smoking joints or using bongs. But um, edible marijuana is becoming more and more popular. And um, you can put marijuana into baked goods like brownies or cookies, or you can actually take the active ingredient, um, this chemical we call THC, and put that in anything from like gummy worm like candies to lollipops to a number of different delicious treats. Okay, so as these Really, marijuana is becoming legal in many states. Now, edibles are huge business, as you said, and there, there's treats, there's gummies, there's brownies, there's all of these things that are enticing to those of us of legal age. But for the little ones, it, it is scary because in my view of this, doctor, you see that when you smoke marijuana, you control what comes in and what, you know, how long you're going to have that buzz for. But with edibles, once you ingest something, you can't change your mind. And it can really take its toll a few minutes later because kids don't realize. What have you seen as an emergency medicine physician when it comes to children and accidental ingestion of drugs? It's really scary. Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting. We're in a new frontier with marijuana and THC in, in these edibles. And um, a lot of what I see goes against 100 years of what we've learned for good poisoning prevention from other products, right? Um, you know, in general, we don't think that it's a good idea to put medicines or drugs or chemicals or anything like that into things that children regularly associate with not only food, but dessert into candies like you know, gummy type candies or into brownies or into cookies. And and children are naturally curious, right? They find things around the house and they think they look delicious and they explore them by putting them into their mouth. So we're, we're seeing a large rise in children getting sick from ingesting THC that they didn't really know that they were going to do and didn't mean to do at the time. Well, I think that's even a problem with adults. They take one and then it doesn't do what they wanted it to do. So they do another one. I'm only four foot 10 doctor. So I'm afraid of all of those edibles <laughs> anyway. And one yeah. lesson I taught my kids was, you know, anything you ingest, you cannot change your mind. You can't then decide to change your mind. So even if it doesn't do what you wanted it to do, you take another one, then you could be 
over ingesting. Tell us a little bit about the best ways to talk to our teens and our tweens. Let's start there, because then I want to talk about what parents do if this happens to their kids. Yeah, you know, I think that, um, you know, teenagers can be surprised when they um, eat THC edibles, but oftentimes are experimenting or, or thinking about what they're doing, which is very different from the story of young children who are often just finding it in their environment and, and eating it because it looks delicious. And so children come at it with, or teenagers come at it with um, some knowledge and some expectation. And, and you're right, with edibles, a couple of things we've seen is that the, the THC content, so the, the chemical that gets you intoxicated or high, right? Um, the content of THC in edibles can be very high compared to what you get when you are um, smoking THC. And as you mentioned, it can take quite a while to take effect. And that often leads to stacking where you eat some, you say, hmm, I don't really feel anything. And so you eat a little bit more and say, hmm, I don't really feel anything. And you eat a little bit more. And uh, all of a sudden, you have a whole lot of THC in your, in your system. And you can eat a lot of it. And, um, you know, I think that the way I often see dosing of THC in these edibles is, is really pretty crazy, right? Um, oftentimes when somebody gets a gummy candy and they're a novice at using THC, they might be told that you're only supposed to eat an eighth or a quarter of that gummy. And, you know, if you actually put me next to a jar of actual gummy candies, I might like eat eight or 10 of them at a time. And uh, so, you know, figuring out the dosage for, for teenagers can be really difficult and for adults as well. Yeah, that's what scares me so much about it. And it's really something I've drilled into my kids' heads. But what are parents to do? If they had some of these, and like you say, they're like candy, and a little kid gets into them. Doctor, what do we do? Do we call poison control? Do I mean, do they rush them to the emergency room? What is the What is the protocol for this? Sure. Well, you know, I think prevention is the key, right? And so there are some things that are just sensible that we can do around the house. And one of the things we know is that young children like to mimic their parents. So they kind of watch what we're doing as parents and they try to do it too. So it's a good idea not to ever use THC edibles or really any marijuana product in front of your children, right? Um, we want to store these things securely in our home. And I guess ideally, right, injury prevention people would say store it in a locked box that's way out of reach, but certainly... Um, out of reach, out of sight, out of mind of children is really, really important. And it's probably use useful for us to talk to our friends and relatives um, where we go and visit and make sure that they do the same. I think that it's probably best if we have very young children who we know are going to be curious that we just don't even bring kind of THC edibles in the form of candies or baked goods into our home. And then another problem that we've been seeing, too, is that there are some companies that are making counterfeit candies with high amounts of THC in them. So they might look like a real commercial product that your children are used to eating. They're sold on the counterfeit market. And when people buy those and children see, you know, that candy bar in the drawer or something like that, they're very likely to eat it. So not to get those, too. States are looking at kind of um, legal marijuana and saying, should we have any type of restrictions on how these products are packaged? And it makes sense to me that they'd be in an opaque package that wouldn't have cartoon characters on it. It would be labeled clearly as what it had and hopefully be child resistant. Um, so those are the first steps. 
Okay, so there are things that parents are looking for because kids, little kids, and right now, gosh, in these COVID times, for anxiety. And then there are CBD, which seem to be, you can get these things now, you know, at pharmacies and, and on the counter right there. And so unlike the THC gummies, CBD seems to be more readily available. Are those as dangerous, doctor? Marijuana is derived from a plant, has a large number of chemicals that are often called alkaloids inside them. And and Delta 9 THC is the, the chemical that most people talk about as the one that gets you high. And in the hemp forms of the cannabis plant, there is another alkaloid called CBD um, that isn't as intoxicating and, and doesn't make people high. And so those do indeed seem to be safer for children that ingest them. Um, on the other hand, there, there often isn't very good quality control of what goes into a product. And um, you have to be a little bit of an aware buyer to, to know what you're getting and actually bringing into your home. And uh, I can't really speak to all of the health benefits that are touted for CBD and, uh, and why people are, are trying to convince you that you need those products. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up and just that that the FDA and that these things are not necessarily regulated. And that is scary when you're talking about anything that we're giving us our children. Now, as far as packaging and, you know, Tylenol and all those kind of things have this childproof packaging. Is that stuff available on edible marijuana? Is, is Are these things easy to get to? The current products that are available widespread around the country are, are very easy to get into and don't have any child-resistant packaging and oftentimes maybe a little bit of cellophane or some kind of a plastic wrap around them. Um, again, the regulations on that tend to vary from state to state, and um, there are some states that have more stringent um, recommendations or restrictions on labeling these products, the kinds of containers that they can be sold in. But I think it's something from a policy standpoint that we should be looking at. Oh, I definitely agree with you. So, you know, we're talking specifically about marijuana edibles here, doctor, but there are really dangers when any medications with holidays, things, you know, there's grandparents over, they've got blood pressure medications sitting there in their purse. And there's all kinds of medications that kids can get into. And you're the medical director of the Poison Control Center at CHOP. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the other poisons that really parents need to pay a little bit of extra attention to that we might not even think about? Yeah, you know, when you think about children developing, right, they, they learn to pull up against furniture and then they learn to walk and then they learn to climb. And that gives them access to things that they've never been able to access or maybe parents aren't ready for. And then they learn how to use their fingers to make this thing we call a pincher grasp where they can put things between their um, index finger and their thumb. And we all know that children explore the world by putting things in their mouth. So kind of anything that's in their environment becomes fair game. So when poison centers get calls, the majority of those calls tend to be about cosmetics, um, maybe things like acetaminophen and ibuprofen that almost every home has to kind of help people with pain and fever. Um, it tends to be household products. Um, but when people have prescriptions in their home, and especially for things like blood pressure medicines or heart medicines um, or 
especially opioid pain relievers, which are a, a big, big concern, it's really important to think about keeping those out of the child's environment um, where they'll encounter them. Well, I think that's really an important message. So before we get ready to wrap up here, Dr. Osterhout, what do you want parents to know about edibles? And like we said at the very beginning, they're in brownies, they're in chocolate, they're in gummies, they're in liquids. Now they're all over the place, really. So I'd like you to emphasize the dangers of leaving these around where kids can get to them. And please also include, as we start to see our tweens, looking at these kinds of things as something that looks really enticing. And while they may not be ready for drugs yet, they see something like this and say, well, it's just a gummy bear. And then all of a sudden you've got a 10-year-old who has ingested this. What do you want parents to know? Yeah, well, over the past 10 years, and especially over the last five years, um, all across the country, we've been seeing a dramatic rise in young children getting into marijuana and THC products and coming to hospital emergency departments and calling poison control centers. And you can imagine for a young child, it's easy to get a big, big dose for their size. Things that you might notice initially is that they lose their balance or sleepy or acting out of it. Um, Sometimes teenagers who get more THC than they bargained for um, after edibles will be acting paranoid or very anxious. Um, and some young children come in and they have profound sleepiness, even coma. Some have been observed to be having movements that look like seizures and some really shallow breathing. So um, one of my colleagues at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, Dr. Colleen Bennett, did a study of children who presented to hospital emergency departments with marijuana exposures. And um, between 1 in 25 and 1 in 100 children that come to ERs actually get put on ventilators uh, because of the concerns for their breathing. So um, these products can be a, a real problem for young children. And it's important that we just all realize as, as we get into a different kind of societal acceptance of marijuana, either as a medical marijuana or recreational marijuana, that we need to think about our, our young children and how we're protecting them and the steps that we can take to keep them safe. I agree completely. And thank you so much, Doctor, for joining us today. You know, it's something that I don't think parents think that much about, but it's really important. And these things do look like candy and chocolate and brownies. My goodness, they're everywhere. So parents, please listen to what Dr. Osterhout says. And he is certainly an expert in this field. And you know that all of the guests that we have here on Healthy Children are experts from the American Academy of Pediatrics. The goal standard. We love our pediatricians. I love my pediatricians. I'm about to lose my pediatrician because my kids are almost aging out. Oh, no. Yeah, they're oh, yes. just. That's a, it's a hard. That's a sad moment. You don't realize that transition moment. and how that will affect you. Yeah. See, I mean, my son is just about, he's about <laughs> to be 22, and we love them. Our pediatricians help us to raise our children and raise them safely. So please share this show with your friends and family on your social channels. I'm Melanie Cole for Healthy Children, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and of course, Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.